Welcome to the 15th episode of Ready Holt. This is our special May the 4th Be With You episode with Devin Hayworth, Esteban de Leon, Jonathan Kent, and me, Tony Rossino. And I believe Devin Hayworth has a question to get us started today. Okay, yeah. So um, it's been a couple of weeks since we sat down to do this. Um, as everybody who listens knows, I'm a full-time student. And uh, I we were... We're doing ensembles at SDSU, uh, socially distanced outside, um, and it's a really cool experience. Um, I have a good tuba player friend who I met last year. She was a freshman last year when I was a transfer student. And it turns out she went to Samo High School, where Tony taught. No way. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, she's got origin stories. Yeah. She, so she has origin stories. It's funny. Because <laughs> um, I was bitching about something in rehearsal, and I said I was from Los Angeles. And she was like, where are you from in Los Angeles? And I was like, yeah, you went to San I I, for some reason, know more about her than she did about me, which was terrifying. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. She's <laughs> yeah. like, she's like, oh, you went to PCC, right? And I was like, yeah, I was there for three years. Um, I was like, you went to Santa Monica High School? And she was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, so you, you know Tony Rossino? She's like, yeah, Tony, Tony. Ready, Hall? I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Tony, and I are, Tony and I are good friends. Like, we have a podcast. And she's like, oh, that's super cool. And I was like, yeah, like, Tony's a good dude. And she was like, yeah. Everybody yeah. in the band would talk about how they wanted to sleep with him. <laughs> and I immediately I was like, it. I believe it. I was like, I, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll yeah. Do it. I mean, <laughs> I, always uh, I am not one to I always wonder. You always, and she, she definitely, she definitely did tell a story about how, um, a guard girl uh, said some very explicit things about Tony. Uh, and one of the directors chewed her out. <laughs> Oh, Tony, you know about this. Shoot her out. Uh, She didn't say. One of the the guard directors. Yes, one of the guard directors. So, after that lovely little anecdote, so thank you to Bonnie, who's uh, very much, um, as Tony put it, a silent professional, and we, uh, she's one of my good friends, and Tony likes her a lot as a student, and all that good jazz. So, what do you guys do slash have you ever experienced uh, as instructors the student hitting on you factor and what did you do? I well, have but, and I uh, can I go first if that's cool? Like like I want to preface this by saying this is illegal and we are all like adults who shut this down immediately because we're a law-abiding citizens. Not only is it illegal but it's like sexual harassment. Yes. <laughs> it's just wrong. Yeah. On their end, too, which is the funniest thing I learned in like education classes this year. They're like, hey, you might be the adult, but you have rights here. And I was like, <laughs> that's actually just a, that's a that's a lie they tell you to get you through college. But anyways, John, go ahead. But, so it happened with me with a person at the college, actually, at PCC when I was teaching there. And um, I had no interest in this person. Um, and the, the, what made it weirder for me is I taught this person at their high school. So for them to come at me like at the college was just really weird and uncomfortable. And I shut that down. That shit shut down. Shut that shit down real oh quick. Oh my god! Yeah, because it was just it was just very uncomfortable. Because she would just tell people like, "Oh yeah, John and I are good friends," which we weren't. And it just made things like really weird and uncomfortable. And she'd be like, "Oh, like, hey, John, are you gonna text me tonight?" I was like, "No, I don't even have your number. Like, what? Like, wh- why are you like, doing this in front of everybody?" <laughs> and so it would just embarrass. Her. I would make it a point to embarrass her as much as I could in front of the band to just get it to stop. You know, <laughs> you know, she liked it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. that's probably the plot twist of it all because she just she was very persistent. But yeah, it's just I shut that shit uh, down, down real quick. But she was a someone that you went to high school with, or she, no. she came. So I taught. I was a visual instructor at her high school when she was a senior, junior oh, senior, and then she it, came to it. PCC, and then you know joined the band. Yeah, yeah. And so she was. She already knew you, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a little like it's 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 definitely weird and it's awkward. But at least she's an adult at that point, you know. Like Tony yes. apparently is being goo gooed by. Uh, by a bunch of high schoolers by literal I, children yeah i, I want to yes. hear about that tony <laughs> like, well, yeah. tony, hey, tony sounds like he has insight on this which is terrifying yeah, really <laughs> is. tony's a good looking dude for people like, who don't you know got that, you know you got that swap yeah, yeah. tony on. tony okay, is a good looking man yeah um you know i'm not gay but if i were to me being flirted or being googly eyed by high school kids is new to me i didn't know this was happening um 
being being in band for so long, I I definitely am aware of the you know the um, you know people in like the hierarchy like it's attractive you know it's like ooh the drum major or ooh the section leader um, it definitely exists in band for sure so I do know of that um, I never really had at least I could tell at Samo like people f like openly flirting with me um, I remember like high school kids doing you know coming up and asking you stupid questions like what's your favorite cereal uh i, I don't know <laughs> and then they walk away and laugh it's like okay is that the flirt i don't know but i had you know just as many males like doing pebbles. that kind of stuff as females not to you know assume anyone's sexual preference but uh i i don't really have much experience like i said <laughs> no i wasn't aware of this process <laughs> this is uh, getting weird yeah um I'm trying to think of uh so, so what you're saying is you've probably been hit on, but just haven't noticed it. It's possible. I, uh, I, I do know. <laughs> That's the most non-committal answer on the planet, which makes we, sense in this context. Can, can we I, add I, ditzy to his uh, description? <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is that I have this tendency with, with women my own age that are actual potential prospects that I tend to find prospects. women who uh, in the third round actually when you receive your address. <laughs> Go on, Tony. I'm sorry. sorry. I find, I make the mistake of thinking that someone who isn't interested in me, thinking that they are, and then the opposite for people who are interested in me, I can't tell. Like, oh, they're just being nice to me. Uh, so that could have just been happening in in that level. I just didn't know. Oh, uh, I mean, I've got an easy answer. I've never been hit on as an in, as an instructor ever. Well, you're young. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of why I led into this because I knew I was in an advantage advantageous position because I knew I come out looking fine because it's never happened to me and you know and director i've been told i've been <laughs> no and i mean like this is like it's it's something we've actually talked about in like in classes like my education classes you know teacher was like what do you do if a yeah. student starts to starts to hit on you which is which is like as someone said sexual harassment and it's like there are there are levels you can have a talk with them directly in a very upfront public setting so you don't accidentally feed fire to it. Mm -hmm. um, there's getting your admin involved. There's things like that, which, you know, I think applies to the instructor mm -hmm. just the same as it would, you know, a credentialed full-time tenured teacher. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, I, I think schools, especially high schools, are inherently going to be skewed towards the student's perspective. So if a student comes in and, or an instructor comes in and says, hey, I feel this way about this student, the student says no, nine times out of 10, that's going to be dismissed. That's just how that works. Yeah, I can see um, that. It, it, in education, you're, you're, in, you're guilty until proven innocent, you know, so that's the thing. Um, I've, I, haven't had this, have, I haven't had this happen to me, uh, mainly because everybody thinks I'm a dick. So, I mean, that, that just helps. Um, and, 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 but um, I have had it happen to people on my staff um, who are working under me um, and who like uh, girls in the band were making these very inappropriate comments towards an instructor. Um, and they let me know as, you know, as the cap head being their, being their supervisor essentially. And, uh, and so, yeah, I had to bring it up to the band director and say, Hey, this is what's going on with this person. Um, and the director then had to like try to talk, you know, to, to, to the girl about it. And then nothing really came of that. I mean, it got to the point where I said, look, if I can't guarantee my staff's, safety essentially and i can't guarantee that they're going to be in a comfortable environment the whole time we're going to walk so like that's up to you now and um unfortunately nothing came of that but uh what actually happened was a creative solution <laughs> where uh the first show rolled around um and so um this instructor decided to bring his girlfriend there and uh and that pretty much ended that <laughs> right away they, yep. that girl was uh in the I band feel, was very i feel compelled to say that this is not like exclusive to like high school, like John said, this happened in college too, and it's still oh, uh, absolutely. like absolutely like like it's it's all kinds of wrong if it's if it's not welcome. I mean, in college when they're of age, but especially in high school when it's very illegal on a lot of <laughs> yes. And that's the thing, students students don't understand that it's actually sexual harassment on their part. Mm -hmm. it, it, yeah, it genuinely is. Like you know. And yeah, they're just too young to comprehend that. Well, know. yeah, and they're not explicitly told that because I think the the general consensus is like, oh, don't hit on your teachers. Yeah, it's like student. No, like students don't hit on your teachers. It's not something that's brought up 
and a topic of conversation because I guess people just take that for granted. Yeah, you think it'd be a normal one. Yeah, which, yeah. which you know, I which I get because again, like as somebody, you know, with common sense and knowing a lot of people with common sense, like that's not a thing that happens often, if at all. Interesting, um, interesting. At least yeah. in my in my experience, like I've never had, I've never heard of like anybody I knew personally, like hitting on a teacher and having it get to a point in any capacity. But I know I have teacher friends who have been like hit on and made very, 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 very hard and inappropriate passes at by students. And uh, I think uh, at PCC, one of my uh, favorite jokes that I ever heard there was in the last few few years, which was just hilarious. And uh, we're on the field uh, doing band camp. We're teaching uh, marching basics and we get to touch and goes, right? All right, all right, guys. Today, we're going to learn about touch and goes. And one of the guys in the back yells, with consent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just a good joke. It's a funny joke. We're going to learn touch and goes with consent. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you for the important clarification. (laughs) Kind of of jokes you can kind of get away with in in college. College, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You cannot tell. (laughs) (laughs) Below below 18. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely an experience. Yeah, no, exactly. Especially like the high school, college, like dilemma, like every, I, you know, I teach at the college and I teach at a couple different high schools and every year I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm usually pretty good at the high school, but I will probably let one F-bomb slip. Um, <laughs> like just, at, you know, just like uh, t- towards the tailor in the season. Everybody gets like, one. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, like, your, oh. that's your one of the season. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Make guys. Make count. Uh, yeah, you can't get away with that, like ever as a teacher. Devin, please, please give uh, my regards to Bonnie. I hope she- She's doing well. She is doing well, yeah. She, but uh, I'll tell her. I'll tell you. you. Said hello. I told her about this podcast, so hopefully she listens to it and when she gets this episode. I'm certain she will. She's a cel- Hi, Bonnie. Tony's she's on a ce- it. He's a, ce- she's a celebrity <laughs> now. That's why we brought Tony on. It's the raw sex podcast. No, Bonnie. Why are you Bonnie flexing like, while Tony, you're drinking your water, Tony? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. to nobody, to us. <laughs> oh, do you need directions? <laughs> the beach is the video version. <laughs> oh god no let's only fans. Let's move on, please. This is already like this is already spiraled out of control pretty good jesus all right well john or tony do you have any questions for for this week to to well, I, you know, I didn't want to pontificate on i, I don't want to go first because i thought mine was going to be a little too like spicy but you know, we like, let <laughs> yeah, we started with uh, underage mishaps, so yeah, yeah I think it's my, just free range at this point. Uh, <laughs> you got your ego inflated? That's not good, dude. Ego should not be inflated by, you know. Moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> John, John, cut it out. Cut, cut everything out. Yeah. So, Tony, it. you had a question? Yes, I did a question. Uh, what is, and protecting people's privacy, uh, necessarily, um, what is a fascinating or interesting uh, band drama story that you've experienced in your band experience, band life? Uh-huh. Ooh, interesting. Um, I guess I'll go first because I just Please. deal with crazy. That's just, you know. <laughs> um, so my second year in the group at the college, I dated this girl and we dated for about a year. And then near the end of our time dating, she told me she thought she was a lesbian. But then a week later, she told me she just liked a dude with really long hair. So, And he was in the band. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but going into that spring like a concert band, that dude was in the, in the concert band with me. And we were... I could see that, how you get that confused. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, makes sense, you know. Yeah. So, um... Uh, Devin's on mute because he's laughing so <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Just saving you the, the editing time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, just the way you said that was awful. Oh, God. But, well, being like a young 20-something years old, like I didn't block their number or anything and kept in contact with them for stupid reasons. But anyways, it got to a point where she was being weird and dramatic with me. And I told her I just didn't want to deal with her. And we were going on a trip, like, a, like a, to Fresno or whatever, to do like a concert. And then the dude was there, like on there too, and he, like she started telling me he wanted to fight me, like in Fresno. It was really weird. 
But yeah, we didn't end up fighting. But yeah, it was just a lot of unnecessary drama. In, in all relative girl. fairness, it's not like there's a lot to do besides that in Fresno. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, I mean, so that, that would have been the highlight of the, the... Equal, <laughs> That kind of makes sense, like in theory. Yeah, he just wanted something to do. So, like, my bad, man. Like, I should have just yeah. entertained the idea. But, you know. <laughs> and then you were cool after that, or what? Um, with that dude, no. Like, it was very. It was very weird with him until he broke up with her. After that, it was cool, but that girl was just drama the entire time, and like she was, she just tried to put herself into anything I did, and that was just an issue. Esteban knows who it is, but um, <laughs> unfortunately, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I also think I know who this is. Yes, we'll discuss that later, but um, <laughs> of, course, of course, we'll put up a yeah, character maybe. rendering of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody Definitely write a name down and see who they think it is. But um, <laughs> but yeah, but that that's my story. It's just just this girl who just caused continuous drama with me, just to just to have some kind of insert in my life, even though she wasn't dating me anymore. But yeah, right. For you for knowing to you know isolate yourself from that. I'm sorry. Um... Is it good for you for uh, knowing to? I mean, it took ten years, but yeah, I finally did it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! Like yesterday, Um, happens. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Literally five weeks ago, actually. Thank you for asking. (laughs) It's basically an AA meeting at this point. Yes. (laughs) Really. Tony's the Tony's the session leader. Makes sense. Um, I'll go. I'll go on this one. I think that um, a fun one that I, I had was um, back in my high school days. And this was, um, I was, I think it was my junior year. And our band room was connected, it, it like uh, connected to the choir room. And all of that was connected to the auditorium, right? So the auditorium we used um, as like storage. And we would keep a lot of stuff in there for competition days and stuff like that, namely food. Right? We would keep a lot of food in there and like locked up and stuff like that. And that's the food we would take with us when we would go out for competitions. Um, and so we started noticing that um, that our food cabinets were getting broken into and people were just like taking food out, right? And so it was like, wow, that seems pretty unethical. And we quickly realized that it was none of the band people doing it. So I was like, okay, so somebody knows what's up. Um, so we kind of like just had, had a stakeout. And and we uh, realized that it was the um, it was the choir. It was the men's choir. They would come in during their class period and grab some stuff and then take off. So that they, they thought they were really slick. Um, so one day, uh, the drum line. We decided we're going to take matters into our own hands. And uh, <laughs> naturally, the enfor- the enforcer. And we go we go to the band director and we say, hey, you know, because it was it was the same band period. It was the same period as our band period that the men's choir had. So like, hey. And he had kind of known what was going on. We had kind of told him about it. And so we said, hey, the drumline, these like 30, 40 people, we're going to hang out in the auditorium for maybe the first 20 minutes of class. He just went, okay. (laughs) 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 And so so we went into the choir. We went went into the auditorium and we kind of like all like pretty much just hid behind things, like literally like behind like, curtains and behind you know, like cat, like everything you know, it, was, it, was, it was pretty dark everybody's hidden and we waited for them to come in and they came in and when they came in they're like in the cabinets right like opening it all up thinking they're all cool the door closes behind them and uh, <laughs> and we have a very um spirited conversation uh with uh with those boys uh and uh and settle that once and for all. So uh, we came out and uh, everyone was a little bit more roughed up than they were going in. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they, they figured that out right away. Was this conversation done more with hands than, than words? Yeah, I don't think any <laughs> words were said other than like, what the fuck? <laughs> somebody hit somebody. And you know those poor guys, right? It's a choir, so there's like there's like ten of them, right? And there was like forty of us. <laughs> We're like everybody got somebody. And yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I mean it's the perfect crime a, because because they can't yeah. say anything because like like well why did they do that? Well, because we were stealing their food. It's like 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think it was a crime at all. I thought it was very much it was, it was a just self defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will. <laughs> yeah, and they they learned their lessons those days, um, and and that was it. It was fun. What what about you, Tony? What do you got? What do you got? I've been trying to decide between two. Um, I guess I'm, I'm going to pick the one that I was I was there for. Um, and I'm trying to think about how to keep it as anonymous as possible because if i start naming organizations i feel like you could figure out what happened but uh i was in band uh in college band and there was a student-run organization uh with you know elected you know officials there was a president vice president yada yada and so we had um the election the president already was selected uh happened to be tuba player and there was this drama within within the band that leaked out. There was this there was this girl that the tuba players didn't like um, for whatever reason. I guess they they claimed that she was kind of bossy and kind of naggy. My interaction with her was always very minimal, so I don't really know. Um, but she was short. She was kind of red faced, little little pudgy, and blonde. This isn't all important details. Um, <laughs> it's like an oompa loompa. These are these are important. No, <laughs> it's just, just, it's important that's what you described. Okay, fine. Uh, anyway, so the tuba players, the tuba players, all refer to this person as Miss Piggy. And oh my god! Jesus Christ! Oh, that yes. was way worse than. Oh, oh no! It was, it was pretty effed up, and I'll and I'll say now that I don't, I don't condone any of this behavior and, and how it unfolded. Was, you know, okay. Oh wow! Uh, and so they they had this group chat, and they would you know send pictures, and they would make jokes, and it was just like yeah yeah all this stuff. Um, Turns out that one of the tuba players wasn't vibing it and leaked the information out to the girl, uh, which was, you know, good, I guess. And uh, she found out, was furious, obviously, probably pretty upset, and ended up having to, uh, they ended up having to uh, veto or impeach the president because he was, the guy who got elected in the organization was kind of running the Miss Piggy jokes. Uh, so he, got he was removed out of office and uh, oh. somebody else was elected in place um all within you know student organization which i thought was interesting uh More wow. than the united states congress yeah. <laughs> cyberbullying but you know banned be nice to your fellow bands people yeah they're typically the only family you have miss yeah. <laughs> miss piggy is Probably one of the funniest nicknames I've ever heard. Okay. It's horrible. Yes, yes. It's, it, it it's horrible, guys. It's utterly awful. And the only problem is, like, with that story, is it, like, it would help with, like, the malice behind it. Yeah. You know, like, that. that's, you know, if, if there were no malice behind it, and, like, that's just what people, like, maybe, like, she embraced it, and that's what, like, like I, that would be, like, a hilarious nickname. Yeah. I when, think when nicknames in general. Withholding the, you know, it's a secret. Yeah. Yeah, when, yeah. When you're, you're doing it behind somebody's back. back there's, like, yeah. there's two mouths. Yeah, like, because I've given my fair share of nicknames uh, uh, in uh, in my time as instructing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, the secret to a good nickname is uh, it has to be funny. Um, it kind of uh, pokes fun at you just a, a little bit. Um, but but it's not so crazy out there that it's super offensive. And it's something that you can kind of like, like get behind. So um, mm-hmm. I think my favorite one and Devin, you know, this one is uh, my favorite nickname that I've ever kind of just like spewed out was um, fungus, right? I called this kid fungus. And this was a kid in the honor band and he really cool dude, really, really cool, cool kid and like met him and he was in the front rank and I was working with the trombones in the front rank all year so you know we were just we were building this rapport with those kids and i was going down the line roasting each of them um <laughs> and then uh, you know, yeah yeah and yeah yeah Devin, you were the drum major you were up front just yeah, watching it's just like yeah it's just like uh just like um you know quick fire and then we get to this guy and i was like oh man i'm gonna call you fungus i asked him do you know what fungus stands for and he goes no and he goes, fungus stands for Fuck you, new guy. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, and so everybody started laughing immediately, right? Because it's a great nickname. And everybody, ha 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 ha. Unbeknownst to me, that kid in the front rank as well is another student who goes to his like they go to the same high school. I did not know that, right? I thought I was just roasting everybody. I thought that was gonna be it. 
<laughs> the kid goes back to his school with his friend. She tells everybody what his nickname is, and that becomes his nickname That's for the remainder cool. of his high school, oh. <laughs> his high school career. <laughs> uh, but, but, <laughs> oh, I forgot they were both in the front rank that year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Eddie, right, Fungus, uh, it, it's a term of endearment. It's absolutely a term of endearment. Oh, yeah. And, and I, remember, I remember talking to him about it afterwards. Like, hey, man, like, I did not know <laughs> this was going to follow you. Like, I feel bad. And even he told me like, no, 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 like I, I like it. Like it's, it's a yeah, honor, it's... sir. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so I this... I, <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, hey, if you make the front rank, and he was young, he was a sophomore. That's why we gave him. Yeah, the... yeah. yeah it's, he was young. If he, I mean, he knows what the hell's going on. Like, for <laughs> credits due, he got that. He did get that nickname because he did a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh God, that's what. Um, there were also two kids from Glendora that were in the front rank and I just started roasting <laughs> them together. I'm like, I'm surprised yeah. you guys are in step. Like there's no bagpipes. How do you guys know what the tempo is? <laughs> and they just started going, oh. Uh, that's good. I like that. It was a good year. Uh, yeah, that was good. Was, that was your first year, huh, David? As drum major? As drum major, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that day vividly, actually, because I do remember being doubled over in laughter after you called Eddie Funkin. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. Because I thought that was the end. I was like, I knew this kid was a sophomore. I was like, <laughs> you're going to get fired. Yeah. Eddie then came back junior and senior, and senior year to be, to be front center. center. Yeah. To be front rank center guy. He's the guy, right? Like, <laughs> that's how, how good of a job he did. <laughs> uh, if, Eddie, if you ever listen to this, we love you. <laughs> God, I'm trying to think. There was... Devin, what's yours? Oh, man. There was, um, I hate to say, I'm trying to pick something that doesn't involve me, but I was around for, mm-hmm. because, like, no one wants to hear about something I was at the center of. Like, not uh, involved at the center. <laughs> yeah, not just involved, but at, at the, at the, at the I mean, nucleus John, of. very about me. <laughs> yeah. John talked about when he was at the center of, so. Yeah, I'm always about oh, myself, you want to, so, you want... yeah, you do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so... I'm keeping anonymity. Uh, I no fuck. I dated this girl, girl <laughs> my my last year at PCC. Um, yeah, uh, Esteban's looking at me. Um, it was not a popular move. It was not a popular move amongst a lot of people for some reason. Um, I don't know. Wh- I don't understand why. I do, but I don't. Um, I don't. I understand a couple of of the people who were upset. I don't understand the vast majority. Um, people that were upset with you. Uh, yes, with with for, me for, for dating someone or yeah. Well, for dating somebody and for like dating the person I dated. Okay. I will. I will go on record to say they were totally justified. <laughs> like like I so, ate crow on that one. <laughs> like I was trying to phrase it well. Um. And I just I I remembered like part of my part of my last year's drum major PC like really feeling I was looking over my shoulder for part of it because it was like you know like who's upset and who's not mm. at me for making a decision that literally affects nobody except myself at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's interesting. Right. Um, you know, so like I said, I understood um a couple of the people that that were off put by that, and I talked to them and we hashed it out. But like, I didn't I didn't get it like. Some of her friends just straight up didn't like me for no reason mm-hmm. and like chastised me and like every time I was with her and I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, uh, that's how I learned the hard way that I really shouldn't date anybody. Did you have a, a kick me sign on your back? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, Tony, there, there was a brief moment where I regretted putting you on the spot at the beginning of this podcast. Um, you've just eliminated whatever doubt I had. Like, thank God. Thank God I put you on the spot at the beginning of this. I, I, yeah, I would put a kick me sound on him every time. No, I, I, uh, I'm sorry you dealt with that. That sucks. I, um... You know, I, like I said, it was like, there were there were two people specifically who were not in the band who had been before, though, that, again, I understood why they were upset. Um and again, I felt bad, and I did smooth things over. But like people that were in, like actively in band, were upset with me, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a personal decision. Like if it's my life, let me let me let me wreck it if I want to." And I did. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, again, like, I know, like, I, I, there's no love lost there. We both realized that that was a mistake on both of our parts, so. Yeah. Hey, you're young and dumb. It's time to make Yeah, you know, I was 20, 20, God, one, 20. Yeah, band drama's always. Haters gonna hate, man. Haters gonna, gonna hate. hate. Yep, that's the band, the band drama code. That's like, you know, it, like, when I got to college, Especially, not really much at PCC, but here, like at SDSU, like everybody I talk to is like, for the love of God, whatever you do, don't date within your division, your, in your department. Like, don't date within the music department. Don't date within your section. Don't date within your division. So the brass, the women's percussion, just stay out of it because it'll get hairy quick. And it really feels like kind of a unique dynamic in that regard. Because I mean, I know business admin majors who date each other without any problems, and like the fallout is minimal. But like every time music majors date each other, it with like notable exceptions there's like a cataclysmic split and like everybody knows about it by the end of like the the week and is like taking sides do you feel that's the same in the music major department as it is like in, in a marching band it's uh... yeah it, it's it yeah it, it really is i i gotta i gotta say i gotta chalk it up to the fact that it's just because we spend so many hours of the day together yeah that you know if you date somebody who's or if you're involved at all with anybody, it could be like a relation, like a romantic relationship, or just like a friendship that falls out. You know, yeah. that like that stuff be... permeates like like the department and people. And I mean, we're all like, part of this is like we're all young and dumb, and we're still learning like how to deal with grown up problems, even in our early twenties. So I mean, picking sides is like, unfortunately, a side effect of that. Um, yeah. But just the sheer amount of people that pick sides, even if they don't know what the hell's going on. I've seen people pick sides when they don't know the person and just like, they just take a stance and it's like, why? Why? why like does, a, what a lot of that has to do life? with, with being like musicians though. I feel like if you're a musician in general, you're typically more passionate. You're not afraid to be in, in, in touch with like your, your feelings. You know? So, so, I mean, I feel like, you know, like you brought up the business admin example earlier. Yeah. Well, they're going to be like, oh, your spreadsheet's fucked up. Like, they're going to be like, yeah, I'm like, oh, you know, like, so like, <laughs> like I get it. Yeah, yeah. But like musicians are more passionate people overall, I feel. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. you know, I just, it's, it's a weird phenomena. Like, you know, a, yeah. Bizarre. I mean, I, like, like you said too, like, it's a, you see each other a lot. You know, and playing music together is an intimate experience. You know, it just yeah, is. and you know, I that's a really good point that I don't think I've ever like touched on. It's like playing music and making art together is like a, a really like intimate experience, and it involves a lot of like emotional rawness. Like, mm -hmm. like you, you're literally putting yourself out there for everybody to see in in some capacity. Sure. Um, it Fear. just you know it's it surprises me though because like je typically because of that we're all like we're all on the same team at the end of the day. Like we're all we're all musicians. We all want to do what we want to do as performers or teachers or, or technicians or recording engineers or whatever. Um, and like sometimes the splits that happen because of of falling outs in any sense are kind of concerning. Admittedly, especially at the college level when like we're adults. Uh, I don't know. I think college it's all blind spot. Anyway, it's no matter. As a, as a master in psychology, I'll let you, I'll have you know. Oh yeah, here we go. Brain is not fully developed till like age twenty eight for most people. So oh, say that's... that twenty one year olds are adults. Uh, it's still you know. Well, legally, functionally, no. Yeah, higher higher function thinking is still. I don't think any of us are functionally adults here. Oh no, oh. <laughs> like so definitely not. No. <laughs> Even a uh, master Tony. <laughs> yeah, even <laughs> master's degree in psychology. We'll have Tony two more years until I'm fully developed. So. <laughs> he's still, uh, he's still uh, simmering. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, cool. uh, thanks for John. Uh, what you got? Um, John, what? Do you mean like question wise or? Yeah, like question wise. Yeah. Okay. Or, like, okay. Sorry. You had... Sorry. You doing all right, John? No, yeah. Huh? Yeah, why? Uh, you, should, you seem blaster. <laughs> I seem what? Like blastered. Like I just see you going. No, I'm good. More sloshed. More. I'm not that much of a lightweight. Jeez. But, um, no. So, <laughs> cheese and rice. Yes, cheese and rice. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> my questions aren't really anything with personal antidotes. It's more marching band related in the sense of. Just what's your opinion we on this? We are marching. 
Yeah, we're emerging um, man podcast. So. Yes, that was his way of being like, my, my question's more on brand. <laughs> yes, exactly. my question doesn't suck. <laughs> One of us did our jobs here. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Tony and I, Tony and I are, are corner are like uh, cornering the market on like personal personal experience stories. I never asked for your personal experience. It's a crazy band and drama that you've seen. You didn't have to be involved, but I was with the ver- verbose. Um, so my question <laughs> is, <laughs> my question is, what is your opinion on woodwinds and DCI? Should they be in it? Should uh, they not be in it? That's all. That is, you know, that is a hard, hard downship. Yes, oh, exactly. Wow, are, yeah, that was <laughs> my question. Is just bringing it Can to we go back you know, to the gritty relationships. No, no. <laughs> let's not do that. Uh, that's a pain. Are you asking this because there has been a recent like? conversation about it in the dci world or just in, in general? well it's there's always been a conversation about it i feel but it, it came somewhat close like but it's like a year ago now or yeah so yeah. every every other year is what is called dci congress right and so essentially the core directors get together and that's where they propose major changes to dci and then they all vote on it the uh, including woodwinds into dci comes up every congress every single time and it gets closer and closer to passing every time and this time it was like 4852 it barely didn't pass yeah because like it has to go through like two different like branches right if if i remember two different committees yeah yes and the first committee Uh, it passed overwhelmingly overwhelmingly and the second one is where i think it barely didn't pass yes exactly so when it's like the committee stage it passes where it's just like a panel and then when it goes to a full vote it 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 got uh, shut down Yes. I, I'm gonna. Can I give my answer before I before I overthink it? Yeah, of um, course. I I haven't done a lot of drum corps. I did one year. Was interested in watching drum corps like the year before that and the year after that, and then like stopped caring. Um, <laughs> so as it should be. I, I'm not. A, I'm not. I wouldn't. I don't identify as a hardcore, or, you know, to the death, drum corps person. <laughs> I know there's people that would disagree with me. Um, that who are that way. Um with the way things have been going with drum corps that I've seen it. Uh, I mean, the last time I watched drum corps, like I said, was a year, well, 2017, 2018. I kind of just stopped watching. Um, plus, I mean, then COVID, uh, but, uh, even back then it was like, is this still drum corps? And it's like, I don't see in like a, the uniforms becoming more considered costumes. Shaco's kind of disappearing from uniforms altogether. Um, more dance moves, more like three dimensional stuff. Like, you know, I, I think of um what comes to mind, uh not upside down, downside up. What is it? The, the downside up, yeah. Downside Blue up. Code sixteen. Like, yeah. Like that's not that's not marching band, that's something else, right? <laughs> you know, not the not the belittle I mean it's pretty boggling um what those kids were doing. But if they're doing that kind of stuff, you know, not wearing uniforms using slides you know who's to say that why can't we bring out a saxophone and have a badass sax solo you know i don't know we had violinists um and i think in 2016 um but to my i think they don't it has to be electric it has to be electric in order for them to use it it can be acoustic has to be electric yes okay um okay yeah i feel like that I've given my answer. I feel like if I kept talking, I would. I don't would have a direction, but that's 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 where I'm going with. I hear what you All right. Say. Cool. What about you, Esteban? <sighs> I maybe because I'm older, um, but I just feel like I don't like the idea of woodwinds entering into drum corps, um, and purely because I think that like, although I see how drum corps is essentially becoming smaller each year. And you can make the argument that that path is not sustainable and eventually one day it'll collapse on itself and that day is probably closer than we think. Um, yeah, I see all that. <laughs> I get Wait. it. I understand that. I'm sorry. Do you mind explaining what do you mean by drum corps getting smaller every year? I don't know what you mean. Yeah. So DCI as an entity becomes smaller and smaller each year. And this was pre-COVID. So pre-COVID, you know, you were going, the amount of active cores in existence okay. were, was getting smaller and smaller. And the management at Drum Corps um, believes that the, the entity is thriving because they are measuring success by number of tickets sold, 
but it makes sense because the fewer amount of people on the field means the more people that will be in the stands. Sure. Sure. So as opposed to, you know, they have their three stage finals, right? They do quarters, semis, or I think it's prelims now, prelims, semis, finals. And before it was everybody at, at prelims, then it would get narrowed down to semis. And then that would get narrowed down to finals. Now prelims and semis are the same thing. It's the same people. Um, because they're not filling the shows out. So that model is just not sustainable. It's not going to be. And if you go into the economics of drum corps, the amount of cores outside the top five that are in debt is probably all of them. Um, so, you know, outside the top five, they're probably all carrying like $100,000 worth of debt. And this was pre-COVID. So... Yeah, that model is not sustainable. And I get that they're going to have to find ways to diversify their portfolio mm-hmm. so that they can generate more money. That makes sense. With all that in mind, <laughs> I, I don't like the idea of Woodwinds being in drum corps because I feel like at that point, you kind of cross the bridge. And I, I would make the same argument for, for stringed instruments too. I feel like you cross the bridge into, well, it's not just drum corps anymore. Now, now it's just marching band. And if it's just going to be marching band, like, okay, cool. But like you have BOA. So like, what's the point? Um, and then like, you'd be like, well, to a little BOA. Okay, true, I guess. Like, I'll, I'll accept that. But woodwinds and, and um, strings, they have all kinds of other ensembles to be a part of, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. They can be in jazz bands. They can be in wind ensembles. They can be in orchestras. They can do all these things. But this was an activity specifically designed for this group of, of performers or, or, or of, um, yeah, I guess the best word. And then to just start diluting that just brings it back into the bigger realm of what everything else is. Mm-hmm. So what's the point of having a subsection of something when it's exactly the same thing? It's like putting like a pool in the middle of the ocean. Why would we do that? It's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you think that the instrumentation is what really divides them? Because I, I, you know, you're saying this isn't, it's drum corps, it's different. But like I was bringing up the examples of uniforms becoming costumes, Shaco's kind of leaving, you know, these marching becoming dancing is that drum corps you know to you i feel like the art form itself is going to evolve year after year and that's going to become different and i think we're just going to have to be willing to see where that goes mm-hmm. and i think that when you look at the history of drum corps you see the pendulum swing one way and then it typically swings back towards center and that happens often um so it's not just so i feel like we're always going to get those like outliers and then it's going to come back but it's going to involve uh, evolve over time we had the same argument in the early nine or the mid 90s when amplification became uh what's the point of amplifying it they're supposed to be field instruments that was my other question that i was going to ask but you know (laughs) (laughs) but it's a good one it's like yes true but like it, it it evolves the activity to something else and as long as you're the one producing that sound, then like you're a-okay. As long as you're the ones in those costumes, on those props, doing what you got to do, like, okay, cool, you're making that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't find necessarily have a gripe with that. But um, there are things I wish were different. You know, we've made the joke before. I wish the blue coats wore blue coats. Like, <laughs> like yeah, sure. I, I, yeah. I, I, do, I do wish that, you know. Um, I wish Shakos were a thing again, um, you know, and, uh, and I think they will be. Uh, but I think we just have to hold. Oh. sure but um but yeah i feel like instrumentation is what separates that is what makes it unique because you can make the same argument for wgi and for indoor drumline right now you know uh, you know the last couple of years they've had string players uh you know uh, rcc had a trumpet player like well what's the point that's just indoor drum core at this point like <laughs> you know then then just indoor marching band I think if it's going to be drumline, let it be drumline and, percuss- and the percussive world or the color guard world, let that be all guard and dance. Mm-hmm. And then let drum corps be where the horns are, like where the brass line is um, with, with the field drums. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, that's a fair argument. What about you, Devin? You're quiet? Yeah, I, I'm just listening because I mean, you know, every, like, I feel like we all share a lot, like a lot of our answers overlap in terms of opinion uh, i mean i want that spot in the sense that you know yes the art has to has to evolve to survive like that's just the way it, that's just the way it goes uh, i mean that's as much as i like as one said as much as i hate the costumes versus uniforms like i said i wish the blue coats were blue coats um you know just to use a really really impl- 
simple one. I I can't say that I'm on board with the idea of woodwinds because it really just isn't. It's not. It's not drum corps anymore. Literally, it it literally like drum corps as an ensemble by its definition is brass and percussion. Like that is that's that's a drum corps. You have you have field drums and you have marching marching bugles. And I mean, of course, like once the bugles turn into actual like marching tubas, horns, euphoniums, and everything, then you start to get into that that division where it's like, oh, you guys are marching. Drum corps died you know, when not, everything got out of the key of G. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, drum, corps, <laughs> drum corps died when when people stopped eating G bugles, which is asinine. You know, it, it like the tech now the technology got better. And it allowed for a lot more flexibility in music and movement and things like that and things to do. So the art evolved. The same thing is going on with these costumes, these these extravagant props, you know, and and such. It's like the art at its core is the same. You know, it's it's brass and percussion putting on a field show. Um, I mean, I have I I've had this conversation with my my old man. It's like he's like, if it can't march, the band director. Yeah, the 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 quasi the the band director who's not a band director, um, you know, if it can't march, I don't understand why it's on the field. Well, Jesus, Dad, because the whole f- voice in the ensemble is gone. If, like you don't have a pit. <laughs> like, yeah, not just art- that, but like we, we got tired of lugging around timpani around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I mean, save like our spines. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, God forbid, ease of access. Right. Um, that <laughs> being said, quick. like adding adding woodwinds. Um, does does fundamentally change the game mm-hmm. in in like a in in a whatever capacity? Yeah, um, I keep. It's not it's, it's like, not drum corps. It's marching band. It's just professional marching band at that point, and you have you would have to call a spade a spade. It's not like it's not DCI anymore. You got to come up with something else. Yeah, I agree. I, I I keep thinking like if you went to like Vegas, you went to go see Stomp, and they pulled out a saxophone. Wouldn't you be like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 not, not if he was playing with his feet. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. What if he's not? Just like, oh, this is how you play this from Like, like, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh. God damn it, Kenny G. <laughs> if he came out with a trumpet and was stomping while playing trumpet, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be. So, <laughs> so going back to that RCC show, I think it was 2019, right? When they, um, when they had the trumpet player, right? Trumpet player was pretty good, but they mic'd the trumpet too. And it was just like, it's a gym. And the trumpet is designed to be projected across vast battlefields. Why are you micing it? Like, I don't get it. Like, do you want to be heard or not? Like, what's where are you at with this, right? Um, and then I, I kind of just wanted the dude to do like some sick horn vision, but he didn't. He kind of just like sat on a chair and played in the back. Just, yeah, and just like, kind of roamed around. Yeah, he had like I, hot spaces where he would just go into different areas. <laughs> yeah. That's not interesting. Well, you know, and then that guy reminded me of. Um, cadets when cadets did um what did they the show was named stoned and then they renamed the show oh what, what, um, power of 10 I th- was that was that no it wasn't no no it was awakening awakening the awakening yes yeah. yes and do you remember they just had that guy who just like stood on top of the prop this like quasi yeah. mountain and just stood there like a statue the whole time yes he yeah. paid hey, to stand there all season <laughs> oh so so doing that doing that uh when i was watching i was like what does this guy's like visual block look like? <laughs> does he just stand there for four just, hours, or can he go do like online classes and be like, you know, I know what to do? <laughs> yeah. Because he's working out. Probably. Yeah, he's probably he's the dude. Yeah, like Tony's got a point. He's probably like working out like mad so he can like train himself to not move and feel okay afterwards. He stood there the whole time. 12 minute show he moved twice right like that was yeah. it yeah. and yeah the whole time that was so distracting to me as somebody who's watching the show because i was just staring at him the whole time like <laughs> so what's your summer been like bro <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah it's got to be like the first the first like 30 minutes like 30 minutes 30 seconds to a minute is like damn that's impressive and then the next couple of minutes is like that's gotta suck and then after that you start like really like What's this guy's like whole entire experience? <laughs> yes, so what like, you do, it's man? Got, what's, yeah, what's your, yeah. It's like Johnson. You paid 4K to stand there. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is the biggest, you know, that's the biggest con scheme on the planet. And whoever came up with that, I mean, like, you know, I, the old man, I think he was still yeah, around. Well, right? we, like, all, we all know who came up with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the old man was there. So credit where credit is due because that is like, that is like, he, that dude can sell like ice to an Eskimo because he convinced this kid <laughs> to pay $4,000 to stand. <laughs> And then it's like, and you're the highlight of the show. (laughs) It's poor marketing. I mean, not marketing. It's poor um, planning in terms of like show design. Because like you said, you're you're looking at it. It's also poor marketing. You're you're waiting to see if what he's going to do next. He's going to do something, and so your 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 eye is your attention is taken away from the rest of the show. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I thought too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Again, I, th- I think I've shared this this thought before, but I think the cadets thing with Hopkins going down, I think what it really was, was the old man came in, he pitched the show, and they went, that's it. That's one too far. <laughs> like, get, him, get him out of here. <laughs> Man, manufacture the circumstances if you have to. Oh, no. No, 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 no. For the no. record. For the record. Back. Cut that out. <laughs> for the record, definitely not manufacture. They just uh, weren't hiding just it finally anymore. Was like, yeah. Exactly. Just like, you know what? We're not on your team anymore. <laughs> Here, here's here's the dirty laundry. Yeah, You're yeah. airing it out. Yeah, yeah. As they get out of jail, freak or go to jail, freak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go to prison immediately. For yes. Freak. Uh, it's not what happened, but it's okay. John, you haven't given your answer yet, or your thoughts um, at least. I'm kind of like in line with what you're saying, Tony. Like, you know, we're going to costumes and doing more like choreographed things instead of marching and all that. Like, what's What's the, what's so bad about having woodwinds? Um, but mine's to like an to an extent. Like, um, I don't want to see them marching on the field. Like, yeah, if you're gonna use it for like a solo or a future <laughs> or something like that, yeah, I get it. You know, so just just stand with there. Yeah, exactly. Just stand with the stone. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like <laughs> don't pay four grand just stand on the sideline. You're good. It's kind of like when they allowed all all and any brass instruments available to be used in drum corps people were like oh it's the end of drum corps and all that and everybody's like oh they're gonna start marching trombone sections and sousaphone sections and all that and that didn't happen they used it for you know moments in the show to you know really amplify something or to put an emphasis on something to give it a different texture which i think is cool but you know you don't see mar- um like trombone sections marching the entire show which i think you know you can argue the same thing like, blue devils huh do they the march the entire show yeah, they marched. Um, what show? Um, I think eighteen, eighteen. They marched. Well, I have to re- I have to rewatch that. So because I don't remember that. But, but it, the- it was it was the vast majority of the show. So so you're right. They didn't march the whole show, but it, it was the vast majority. But in their defense, and and to your point, I think mm-hmm. they also did like they did a lot of like work with the slide where they just had like pitch like, bends and stuff like that, yeah. which made sense. So I, I so you're right. You're right. Oh, good. Whew, I was scared the first second. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like ideally, I like to keep it the way things are or the way things used to be. Um, it goes back to like a quote in The Simpsons that Abe Simpson told um, Homer and Barney was, I used to be with it, but then when things change, what it was, uh, what, what, then things, they change what it was. Now what I'm with isn't it. And what it seems is weird and scary to me. That's that's what it basically what happened <laughs> over time. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have that okay. quote like ready? Were you reading it? Homer, so lock it up. No, I just memorized it. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, I actually tattooed right. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's tattooed on the inside of my on my, on my, on my right nipple. Let me show you guys. Um, <laughs> oh, it's mirrored so you can see it in the in the camera. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. an ambulance. So um, I think that's just going to happen as time goes on. Like things that are with it is going to are going to change. So, so I have a follow up question for you then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, going on that line of like, well, I think that, you know, if we're already going down this road, then what's, you know, what's the point then at what point to you, does it stop becoming from core or have we crossed that point already? I think we've already crossed that point, but to be honest with just, and just to be frank, I guess it's always just been marching band to me. It's just, Oh, it's marching band, but they use all brass instruments. Oh, you know, instead of, they don't have, you know, like you know, woodwinds. That's it's just marching band. It's it's always been marching band. We can call it drum corps, and, and yeah, it's different in that sense where it's just brass. But it's marching band. We're doing the exact same thing, but with just brass instruments. That perspective, I think, becomes more and more apparent as marching bands begin to imitate drum corps, which I think we're seeing more and more. Uh, so it it is kind of hard. To... Yeah, the lines are the lines are yeah blurring significantly. Um, 
because I've always felt that since I guess when drum corps has taken the reins and of the marching world in the sense maybe like in the 70s and 80s like 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 the lower levels like high schools and all that have been following it so you can all it's always just been marching band to me because I've I'd never lived in the time before where they were two completely different entities so to speak the time before time yeah where you had to have an American flag at all times on uh, you know on the field and play a patriotic march and all that like I wasn't around for that so to me, it's always been marching. Or for, this, or for the or for the uh, for the production number. Yes. Yeah. Like you had to have a literal color guard in the field. I wasn't around for that. It's always just been, oh, it's marching band, but with brass. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it. Before the dark times. Yes. For the empire. But that's just my two cents. Uh, yeah. I think it. I think you can go on and on, but I, I, I just, I always think about at the end of the day, who who are we doing this for? You know, it comes down to the student and the education. I feel like it would be kind of lame. I know you're a woodwind player. If I were a woodwind player to see how awesome that drum corps is, you know, see how people like praise that stuff. And then to know it's not for me, um, it's kind of a shitty thought. Um, I mean, you well, yeah. learn the instrument, but yeah, there's, there's like a bit of envy, like, like, Oh, why did I pick clarinet? Like when I was younger, um, yeah. Now that I'm older, I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't do drum corps just from hearing some of the experiences that some other people I know that aren't in this group that told me. But um, yeah, and and then you go to like go see the, like the LA Phil, and you're just like, oh, well, they're not doing sick brass fizz, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I oh, and, and they're making money. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're not, they, they don't they, they don't have to pay for it. And they haven't they don't have an income. They're not paying to be there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I get it. That's why I, you know, I, I always like believe in the mantra that like, like or, or the, the thought process that woodwinds were just inherently smarter, you know, <laughs> just like, you know, they're yeah. like, mm, you guys go ahead and do it. We're going to go over here. <laughs> woodwinds, woodwinds are, are the smarter, are the smarter. Allegedly speaking. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Counter examples for sure. Yes. I, I, there Case are, in point myself. I, I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say I've met some really sharp woodwinds in my life. Um, you're you're there, not on that list, but you're there. As long as I'm in the general area, but yeah, he called you sharp, and I'm not sure if that's a if that's a compliment or not. Yeah, I'm trying to figure <laughs> that out too, but I'm just gonna take it as a compliment. Oh, no. he's not he's not sharp. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I've met some really smart woodwind players, and John is on a list, just not that one. John's probably on several lists, but those are for reasons in which okay. we are contesting was... legally. <laughs> we won't get into that here, but <laughs> we have, you're on there. Time for one more question. I know Esteban had one. Yeah. Oh. Would you rather say for last next time? It's pretty long. Say, should... This it, it could very well be. It's long enough to be like the whole episode. Next Tune episode. in next time for Esteban's great question. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you want to close with yeah. uh, Esteban's story corner at least? Sure. <laughs> Actually, I was I, I I you know when we were thinking about this, I was thinking about like a funny story that I would tell. Um, and I thought of this one in the particular um, that doesn't have to do with any of us here, um, but. Um, it was my uh, our our first year of college, uh, my first year of college, and we were. I was in the um, I was in the concert band, and I was playing. I was playing in the percussion section, <laughs> and you know, um, I was sharing this uh, music stand for this piece with this with this other girl in the percussion section, and you know, we were just you know we were playing a bunch of stuff together. So like, oh, we'll just share a stand. We'll share some music. So that's what we're doing. Pretty common in the percussion world. Um, and you know that thing in music <laughs> where, like, if you have a problem with your with a particular bar, you, like, circle the bar so they can, can see it coming up. Everybody does it, right? You get a pencil, you mark it. Okay, there it is. Well, this girl would circle every single bar. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was so distracting because it's like, listen, lady. Your problem can't be the whole piece, you know. It can't just be. Oh, of course it can't it just can. be music. It's just that there is a bigger <laughs> problem on top of uh, that. And, and uh, yeah, and so I remember, you know, I, I got so bad where I just I, I couldn't read the music anymore. I just couldn't. It was so distracting. I had to go get another like clean sheet, like like clean set, put another stand right next to hers, and then I like angled hers 
understand, so I wouldn't have to see it. <laughs> and then I'd put my music down uh, and play. And one time we were in concert band and we were, you know, we were playing a bunch of stuff. So I'm like, I'm walking back and forth <clears throat> across the back to get to various instruments. Okay, play this, walk over, play this, you know, and that's just what you do. And so <laughs> I remember we were rehearsing this one section. I don't know, uh, John, you might remember this, but <laughs> we would get to this particular section and she would blow it because it was essentially just her playing like, like in the ensemble. And she blew it every fucking time and what was really annoying was there was so much involved with what i was doing and then like the director would cut and be like oh no let's take those last couple bars again and i have to reset everything <laughs> <laughs> like run back and reset and then yeah so it's just this marathon going on and going on and, and i remember one day after uh, you know after rehearsal and day everybody's packing up and i'm just really frustrated <laughs> and, and and she you know she looks at me because oh man I, I think i'm getting better <laughs> and i looked at her and this is one of those one of those reasons one of those moments where yeah I, I acknowledged that i was a complete dick but i think it was totally warranted um and i just told her look uh, and she was a music major and i, I was not right and so she just she looks at me and goes oh i think i'm getting better and i just looked at her and i go you're not gonna make it you are not going to make it. You need to, you should look somewhere else. So just, just packed up and left. Right. <laughs> and, and, and she didn't really know what to say. She didn't say anything. And I, you know, that was pretty much the, like we had some interactions, but after that it was, it was, it was uh, not very uh, cordial. Tense at best. Fast forward one year. Oh Lord. She's not a music major anymore. <laughs> oh my God. So, so I, helped by pointing it out <laughs> just like hey I, let's all save some time and money here <laughs> and i think you should move on what did she move to i have no yeah. idea quite frankly i didn't care as long as she was out of the division i was pretty excited oh <laughs> yes 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 finally for all you yeah. aspiring like musicians all... your your pro- your problem section cannot be music <laughs> it's pretty integral <laughs> you'd be surprised this is why everyone thinks I'm a tick, and I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, can't <laughs> argue that. I'm not going to dispute that. You're right. <laughs> like, no, no sugarcoating it, man. Yeah, that's. But that's I'm exactly. sure we've all experienced something like that. You, I mean, in your three of your lives, you've experienced someone who's like, "I'm going to be a music, like, I'm going to be a music major," and you're just thinking, "Uh, but you're not." Like, oh, we've don't get me wrong. There's there's a difference between thinking, "Oh, no, you're not," and say, say vocalizing you're it. Not gonna make it. I just thought I'd let her go. I'm just trying to save some time, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus in mine, my experience, the ones who are the most vocal about being a music major or a music ed major or whatever related into that field are the ones who don't make it. The ones who are the ones yeah. who talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's awful. Yeah, not yeah. not not speaking of half this girl because I don't know her, but the, usually with like people in vocal, like they're more interested in showing others. You know, they're more about like showing the identity as actually being it. For sure. Psychology once again. Yeah. If you guys need some raw feedback, you let me know, and then Tony can make sense of it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one-two punch. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah it's like it's it's uh you know i i ripped the band-aid off but he gives you the lollipop <laughs> no that's not how that works oh. you rip the band-aid off and he just tells you why it continues to bleed <laughs> <laughs> he just explains the science behind it tony you should be like did you say door the explorer <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh man well, yeah, this has be been the note for that one episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. Follow uh, TRTV on TikTok. TR Television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Anything else before we go? Um, that's it. So far, so good, I huh? Think, I think I think, I think this episode good. might yeah. need to be burned before too long. It was crazy because it started off really off topic and then got really on topic all of a sudden, huh? Welcome. Yeah. To hopefully, um, we can with the magic. Yeah, I was gonna say with the mag- with the magic of editing and and John's genius. I think, oh god i think a good comedy <laughs> is healthy you know yeah like, i agree bore listeners like part part of me is like that part of me is like a little like damn Devin, why did you bring up the whole like students hitting on instructors and teachers thing but like the other part of me is like no that's like an actual problem 
that's like that's like a that's like a real issue people deal with and like people don't talk about so i think i think it's okay to to at least chat about that yeah assuming that our listeners are interested in teaching band or being in band or have been in band like we don't we don't have listeners but yeah yeah dude like that's someone likes to humble with me that quite a bit um (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry what what are monthly listeners up to 56 and a half (laughs) lost an ear (laughs) 56 and a half someone without an ear i think we might be 57 and a half this week yes we'll see we'll see oh tony's saying he might Listen, my it's the fifteenth episode. <laughs> I can't believe we have fifty-seven listeners. It's, it's okay, guys. We're yes. gonna we're gonna make it. Well, yes, like her. we're, we're if, gonna make it. If you guys have any questions for the fifty-six and a half of you to listen that. to, um, you can hit us up on Ready Hall Pod or at our Instagram or email Ready Hall Podcast. You know. Other than that, it's been nice talking to you guys. We'll see you all next week, hopefully. Ready Hall. Yeah.